hey, I am Max, and I am the Celeb Talk Guy. In today's episode, we are talking about 90 Day Fiance, Before the 90 Days, Season 3, Episode 7. What a crazy episode. I don't even know where to start. I had an awesome time in the two hours it was on. I think it was two hours. There are a handful of couples, so let's just dive right in. Let's start this one off with Caesar, my boy Caesar. I love this guy. So funny, so hilarious, and I think we can officially say that the Caesar and Maria drama is 100% done. We can turn the page on this annoying bullshit drama. If you don't remember, Caesar was that guy from North Carolina. He's a nail technician. Somehow, someway, the guy started painting nails. Don't know how or why he got that job, but he did. He was, in quotes, dating a girl named Maria. Real cute girl. Um, She's 26, I believe, and he is much, much, much older. Real cute girl. She's from the Ukraine. He's from North Carolina. They've been going out, in air quotes, once again for five years. He has given her $40,000. Crazy. And you want to hear something crazier? They have never even met. He's tried three times prior to meet her. Every time it fails. This time, he was going to meet up in Mexico because it was snowing, it was freezing, and it was winter in the Ukraine. So he finagled his way to go to Mexico. He bought her a ticket. And supposedly, according to the show, his account didn't have enough funds, and he couldn't buy the ticket. The ticket was canceled for her, and she never came. He begged her to come, and she basically just said, No, I'm done with you. She said maybe in a different lifetime we could uh, date or whatever. Who the hell knows what that even means, but she's done with him. There's been about two different rumors on the whole Caesar and Maria drama, one of which is that they actually broke up way before the show even started, and 90 Day Fiance just used the story just for drama, for television. There's also the rumor that he's not even really dating this girl, and she's actually kind of somewhat catfishing him. My theory... The thought that, that he wasn't actually dating her or, or that, that they broke up prior to the show, it's possible. You know, you, you never know with reality TV shows. It's very possible. But the other idea that Maria was just using him for money, because keep in mind, he has given her $40,000, so a lot of money for literally doing nothing. Um, my theory is she has about five to ten, maybe less, maybe more guys in the U.S., that just give her a couple hundred bucks a month. So she would send Caesar these text videos. She would send him a video via text, which that in itself is odd. Who the hell does that? But she would send him these videos and she would say, hey baby, hey my love, hey dear. She would never call him Caesar. That being said, there's about a 95% chance she was taking those videos, sending it to five, 10, maybe even 20 different guys getting a couple hundred bucks a month from each guy, like Caesar. They all think they have a girlfriend. The relationships probably never go anywhere. And she'll probably ride it out for a couple years. She rode Caesar out for supposedly five years and and 40 grand, which is absurd. So that's my theory on their whole relationship. 
their little segment ended basically with Caesar asking her, where do we stand? And she said, we are done. Now moving on to Tom and the hilarious, the bizarre, the crazy Darcy. I freaking love this couple. I don't even know if you even want to call them a couple because they are so strange and so out there. But they are up and down and all over the place. One second, I'm thinking, hey, there is no way this guy has any interest in her. Then the next second, they're laughing and they're hooking up and they're having a good time. Basically, in this episode, episode 7, Darcy convinces Tom to reschedule their trip and to go to Albania. And he doesn't want to, but he ends up doing it. They go to Albania, they get off their long flight, they get off the airplane, they get in a cab, and they go straight to a restaurant to meet up with Stacy and her fiance, Florian. Stacy is Darcy's uh, twin sister. They go there, they wait, they wait. Tom is completely, totally exhausted. And about an hour later, hour even, hour plus, Darcy, or excuse me, Stacy and her fiance show up. Tom is furious, he is very pissed, and hey, you cannot blame him. I don't know what time it was when they got to this restaurant. I do know that Tom woke up at 5 a.m. So, and it was it was night out. So you could assume it might be 9 or 10 o'clock, might even have been later. It was dark though. So I personally can't blame Tom to be mad at all. Long story short, they get to the restaurant. Finally, Stacy and her fiance show up. It was a fine time, good, not great, nothing too special. Pretty much the whole time, Darcy and Stacy go back and forth, and they basically just try to one up each other and fight on who is the better twin. It puts Tom and kind of Florian in a, in a weird position. Tom, especially, just in a bizarre position. They're fighting. It was real awkward. And so, so where do they stand? I don't have any idea. All I know is, Darcy, I don't want to bully her or be a jerk, but God, she just does things that doesn't make any sense at all. And the whole time in this segment, she's she's fighting with her sister, trying to one-up her, trying to be better. She's putting on heels at one point so she can be taller than her sister. Are you kidding me? This is just unbelievably embarrassing how stupid this is. Tom's in the middle. She keeps nudging him that they need to get engaged and he needs to propose. And it's ridiculous. I don't know where I see this relationship going. If Darcy straightens up, maybe they could get married. Maybe. But I think she needs to do a lot of changing. Now let's jump into Rebecca and Ziad. Pretty interesting segment for these two. The whole entire episode, Rebecca keeps telling Ziad that she has some crazy, huge, unbelievable secret. So if you're anything like me, you assume the worst because a secret is a secret. What the hell could this be? And she is literally thinking that he is going to dump her. So I'm thinking, okay, what is she, a murderer? Did she have, like, you know, and then she keeps saying that it's against his religion. So I'm thinking maybe maybe she had an abortion because that might be against their religion. I don't know. And she sits him down. She's terrified. She tells him. You want to know what it is? She said that she basically experienced with being a lesbian before. She tried it before. She must have gone out with a girl or hooked up with a girl. 
Oh my god, are you kidding me? That's it? How on earth is that even slightly any big big of a deal? I mean, are you... So I just sat there with my jaw. My jaw dropped to the floor. I was actually kind of annoyed. I was annoyed because it's like, come on, TLC. Why do you have to draw up some huge-ass secret and that's the secret? In the United States, if someone's a lesbian or if they're bisexual, it's just, okay. And, you know, it's like it's not that big of a deal for most people. For some really religious people, maybe it is a big deal. So I thought that was kind of stupid. They hyped up some big secret and there was nothing really there. Keep in mind that she is still married, and I don't believe she has even told him that she's still married. Real weird couple. She's much older, he's younger, and that's weird in itself. But you want to know the strangest thing about these two? This would be her fourth marriage. Have you ever heard of anyone getting married four times that is not a celebrity? I for sure haven't, and I just can't figure out why Rebecca is trying to get married again. Is she that lonely? And not only is she trying to marry someone, she's marrying someone from Tunisia that's... It's just, it'd be a pain in the ass to bring him over here, the whole green card bullshit. What the hell is going through this girl's head? All in all, Ziad's parents and his sister don't really approve of her. They kind of do. They don't like her tattoos. They don't like the age gap. And for some reason... They don't like, like that she lives in the U.S., which is, is surprising to me. I, I thought that was kind of the whole point of him dating her, was he come to the U.S. I guess not. Real quick on Tim and Jennifer. Um, if you don't remember in the last episode, Tim got a beer thrown smack dab in his face by Jennifer. And for pretty much absolutely nothing he did, he got a text from his ex-girlfriend saying, Hola, literally. Ola Tim, she went ballistic, she threw a beer in the guy's face, she stormed out, a day or two later they met up at a park, and for some reason, this guy sat her down with a huge thing of flowers and kept apologizing and apologizing and apologizing. I sat there, I couldn't understand why, why in the hell is this guy, who got a beer thrown in his face and got screamed at in public at a restaurant, apologizing to her? And she sat there and acted like she was thinking about it and thinking about it. And she was telling him that if he changes, and I just shook my head. Because Tim is a nice guy, he's doing everything right, and Jennifer, no offense, is a complete bitch in this show. I think she's just being a dramatic bitch for the show. She wants the attention, and it's just it's unnecessary, completely unnecessary. Tim is going along with it. Long story short, they make up. They have, have a whole long day of adventuring with the two of them and then her daughter and I guess they had a decent day the weird thing about this couple is Tim and Jennifer have not kissed now I'm not talking about sex I'm not talking about any other sexual stuff they have not even kissed and he's been there for a handful of days so that tells me and I've experienced this myself in the past, if you don't have an immediate sexual connection, typically, there's probably not going to be one there. They're better off as friends. I don't know if this guy is gay. I've said it before. Hey, Tim, if you ever do listen to this podcast and you are gay, you're better off just coming out. And if you're not gay, you got to move the hell on because you just don't appear to have that sexual connection, the intimacy with Jennifer. 
And of course, we had Omar and Avery. Real quick on them too, nothing too special happened with them. I don't know where I stand with that couple. Um, Avery's mom called out Avery and basically just said, hey, I have concerns. I think Omar could be using you for a green card. He's Syrian. And hey, I... I'm, I, I bounce back and forth on this couple a lot because I don't really know what I think either. I think Avery's very gullible, very naive, and it's possible. He's Syrian. Maybe he does love her. They, they, met, on, they met on a website where Americans can meet Syrians. So maybe not. You just don't know until it happens. It's tough to say. The only thing I can say about this couple is Avery is very, very, very naive, very gullible, and I think someone could manipulate her very easily. But Omar does seem to be a nice guy. So I don't want to assume anything just yet. We still have to wait it out and see. But same thing with that couple. Not a whole lot happened. Just a lot of back and forth. Avery was kind of beat up at one point. But it was a lot of back and forth. Nothing too exciting. And Angela and Michael. Another couple where just nothing really came out of it. Angela and Michael got into a huge fight in the last episode. And you want to know what it was about? Pretty much nothing. Michael lied once again, but it was a white lie. It was a stupid lie. I don't know why he was. I don't even know why he lied about it. Michael reminds me of one of those kind of guys, and I know plenty, that just lie. And they, they lie with no no reasoning. They'll just make shit up. And that's kind of that's kind of the person I think he is. Angela asked him if he's ever been on a boat before, and he just said, yeah, I went on a boat when I was a little kid. He's, Angela needs to understand that Michael is just one of those kind of guys. I know plenty. They just pull shit out of their ass half the time, and I don't even think he does it to hurt her. I literally just think he's one of those kind of guys where he just says, he will literally say anything. So he just said, yeah, I, went on, I haven't been on a boat since I was a little kid with my uncle. But really, there was a picture of him on a boat with, honestly, a lot of guys. There just happened to be one girl in the back of the boat, and Angela saw the picture on his Facebook or a dating website or something, and she freaked the fuck out. Do I think it's a big deal? No, absolutely not. I just think if Angela wants to stay with a guy, she has to accept the fact that he is a compulsive liar, and he just pulls shit out of his ass. A lot of people are like that. It sucks to be around people like that, but... You have to just accept it and just assume that everything the guy says probably is partially not true. Or she can leave him. The, the, the relationship didn't really go anywhere. She kept saying they're done. But as the episode progressed, I feel like she was kind of opening back up to him. And that was pretty much where the, that last couple stood. Now, the last couple that I want to mention is the bizarre, the strange, the kind of dorky, Akini and Benjamin. Now, Benjamin just deserves to get a freaking award after this this uh, series. I mean, he is just getting put through the ringer. They are killing this guy. I mean, it's unbelievable. If, to, for starters, he gets there. Supposedly, he thinks that he booked a hotel or an Airbnb or something. He gets there, and Akini says, Actually, you're going to stay with my brother, Fidel, who he never met, doesn't know this guy. And he just says, Okay, sure. He kind of just goes along with it. And if, if I was that guy, I would say... Drop me off right now. I'm going to get a new taxi. I'm going to go get a hotel, and I can meet your brother at a dinner, but I am sure as hell not staying with him. Just because it'd be so awkward. He never met the guy. 
But Benjamin, the guy who deserves a seriously deserves an award, says sure. He meets the whole family. He's a relatively awkward guy. No offense, Benjamin, to begin with. And it, it, it's an awkward situation too. That that's that's the problem. I mean, it's like it's a different country, different culture. I hate to say it, but he's white, she's black, and and in America, I feel like that wouldn't be a problem. But over there, she's saying that her her and her family have never seen a white person before, so that in itself is kind of awkward, and it just gets worse and worse. He can't do anything right. Fidel can't stand the guy. Akini gives uh, Benjamin a gift, a real small little trinket bracelet gift, and of course Benjamin, for some stupid reason, didn't. That pissed Fidel off. The next day or so, they go and they meet Akini's dad, and they had his big dinner, and guess what? According to the show, I don't know if it was fake or what the hell was going on, but Akini's dad did not show up. So Benjamin's just getting the, the end of it. I mean, he's, he's just getting killed on every single point, and... He can't do anything right with Fidel. I feel real bad for Benjamin. feel relatively bad for Akini because she seems that she's actually respecting her family, respecting their culture. She's trying to get approval from her brother and the dad and all this weird shit. And If I was Benjamin, I would get the hell out of there. I would go back to Phoenix, Arizona and meet a girl that is black that looks exactly like Akini because... It'd be so much easier. Then you could date a girl in Phoenix. I mean, it's, it can't be that hard. But for some reason, he wants to date a foreign girl. Can't figure it out. Doesn't make much sense. Very odd situation. And that is pretty much the full wrap on the last night's episode. Not going to lie, it was a good episode. Slightly annoying because there are so many couples. They don't give each couple much airtime. Like, I'm dying to see what happens with Caesar. Dying to see about Tom and Darcy. Dynasty about Angela and Michael, and same with Tim and Jennifer. Everyone else is kind of just there, whatever. You know, they're kind of irrelevant. But I'd love to see those couples. I wish they had more airtime. It is what it is. Stay tuned for much more. Please check out the YouTube. Please leave a review on the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. And please stay tuned for many more podcast episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. My name is Max, I am the Celeb Talk Guy, and stay tuned for much more.